she said, I'm waking up every day. I'm going into my bathroom and looking in the mirror and I'm saying, this is, and she says her name, whom Jesus loves. She said, Susie, like it is totally transforming my faith and me. And she said, I'm going to say it until it's ingrained in who I am. Welcome to More Than Small Talk. We're Susie Eller, Jennifer Watson, and Holly Gerth, writers and real-life friends. We're inviting you to go deeper, become freer, and feel more connected. So imagine you have a cup of coffee, a mug of tea, or a green smoothie in your hand, and we're all hanging out in your favorite place together. Hey, More Than Small Talk friends, we're glad you're back with us this week, and we are talking about being loved. And Suze, you had a story that's kind of the background of why we're doing this episode, something you shared at a speaking event. So can you tell us a little bit about that and how we decided to have this conversation? I can, but first I'm going to say something else. (laughs) Uh, As many of you know, Holly got really sick, really, really sick. And you you heard, if you heard the live event that we got to do, Holly was missing because she was just unable to come, you know. So first of all, you're alive. Yay. Yay. I'm alive and out of my house. (laughs) In the wild is what you're calling it. I made it to a coffee shop and I told people I felt like Andy Dufresne at the end of Shawshank Redemption. (laughs) I wanted to like throw my hands up and be like, freedom. I've dug myself out of my home with a spoon full of cough syrup. (laughs) So if you hear some coughing, she's, she's still recovering. This this was a big deal. Mm. And so we're super excited that she's here. And there's all kinds of grace for all of us for any kind of extra <laughs> that comes <laughs> with this episode. We're just the extra is Holly and we love her and we're so thankful she's here. So I want to tell that story. And I actually at the ladies night out that we had here in Northwest Arkansas on November the 4th, I actually detoured and did this again. Just because I really sense the Holy Spirit asking me to. But I was speaking at an event in Asheville, North Carolina, and I was teaching about the love of Jesus. And, and I said these words Why do we spend so much time, and I'm going to ask this question in a minute, trying to make ourselves lovable to a God who already loves us? And all of a sudden, as I was asking that question, I remember John 3, 23, and it was the verse of John. He's reclining next to Jesus at a table, and he's describing the moment, and he says, the disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, (laughs) was reclining at the table next to Jesus. And a lot of people hear this, and they say, oh, man, that's really arrogant. John is just like describing himself as And as I really dug deep into that, I found a very different story. What I found is that John had come to a realization. He was loved by Jesus so much so that he identified himself by that. Mm -hmm. So in this, in this event, as I asked that question, I said, I want you to do something. I want you to look in a spiritual mirror and I want you to say these words. I'll say it first. This is Susie, whom 
Jesus loves. And now I want you to do it. And the whole, you know, there was like 400 women in the room. And at the event, there were 600 women in the room. And they said, this is, and you could hear these names all over the room, whom Jesus loves. And I had woman after woman after woman came up and said, that was a defining moment for me, Susie. I had never, ever, I've been so busy trying to earn God's love that I've never settled into my identity as someone whom Jesus loves. So long story. But that's, that's where we're at. So why, this is our confession question, why do you think we spend our faith and our days trying to make ourselves lovable to a God who already loves us? The first thing that comes to my mind is that we do that so often with people and we do it with God, but it comes from a place of shame or feeling like we're not enough or like everybody else is lovable and there's some like we're flawed and you know, like we know that God's word's true and we know that it's true. His promises are for everybody else, but there's sometimes we have a hard time accepting it for ourselves. And I don't know why that is. Yeah. Just other than the enemy is such a punk. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think it's easy to believe the lie that love is a reward to be earned, not a gift to be received. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, sometimes in our world, that's true. Yeah. You know, not in the healthy relationships that are life-giving, but, you know, we go to schools where if you perform, you get an A. Like, if you do well, you get a gold star. If you win the game, you get a trophy. Like, we Mm -hmm. tie love and approval, I think, very closely together. And so we can just really easily, I'm saying we, I can get really confused about Mm -hmm approval versus love, what's earned, what's received. And so I think it's just really easy and human to transfer Mm -hmm. that to our relationship with Jesus. Yeah, yeah, I agree. This is how it works in other areas of my life. And so maybe this is how it works with God too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think one, one of these makes us appear okay on the outside so that Others look at us and think that we're holy. Mm. You know, she's got it all together. I think the other, which is looking into that mirror and saying, this is Susie or this is Holly, this is Jennifer, whom Jesus loves, is a very different thing because our focus is on Jesus Mm -hmm. and our relationship. And we may still be a work in progress on the outside because really we all are, even Mm -hmm. that woman who looks like she has it. But she's changing from the inside out, Mm -hmm. which is long-lasting transformation. And I think to let yourself be loved is one of the most vulnerable things you can possibly do. Mm -hmm. Sure. Like when I think about, all right, if I can hustle and earn love, that for whatever reason feels fairly safe to me. But if I think I can't do anything to earn being loved, I need to trust that Mm -hmm. I am already, no matter what I do or Mm -hmm. don't do. That's a much more vulnerable position. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. it is. Friends, there are times that we hear lies that feel like truth. And one way that we can combat that is through the helper. The Holy Spirit leads us into all truth. 
And I'd love to share with you a resource if that's something that you're wrestling with. It's my book, The Spirit-Led Heart, Living a Life of Love and Faith Beyond the Borders. In chapter three, we talk about some of those lies and we confront it with truth. I hope you'll check out this resource. You can find it at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or any place they sell books, or you can go to SuzanneEller.com. Now, back to our conversation. Well, and I, I had someone who reached out to me and she said, I'm waking up every day. I'm going into my bathroom and looking in the mirror and I'm saying, this is, and she says her name, whom Jesus loves. Mm -hmm. She said, Susie, like it is totally transforming my faith and me. And she said, I, I'm going to say it until it's ingrained in who I am. Yeah. Yeah. I had a moment with both of you. This was years ago and I'll never forget it, but I walked in and I was having just a really, really hard season that lasted three years, but it's fine. Um, and <laughs> what came out of my mouth was such a fragile, yeah. like childlike thing. And like, will you still love me or want to like work with me or be my friend if this happens? And Holly, you looked at me and said, you can't fail me. You can't fail us. And I was like, and you had tears in your eyes. And I was like, I believed you. And from that moment, like in my relationship with you, with our little trio here, like I just knew no matter what, they're going to love me. Yeah. No matter how life affects me, however it pulls me under, like they're going to still love me. And from that moment on, I was like, okay, like they're not going to leave me. But there was that fear that you're going to be isolated in the loneliest, hardest place in your life because you have nothing to give, like you're a hot mess. And you guys reassured me that that was not going to happen. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And that, that carry, now I don't worry about that, you yeah. know? Yeah. On the ladies night out. And I, I really hope that you'll go back and, and catch that episode. Cause it was just so much fun. Mm -hmm. But that night you were speaking, there's a picture that I saw. And so I'm going to elevate this just a little bit. Not only do we love you. Mm -hmm. I am super proud of you. Oh. Like I was watching you speak. I was listening to you speak. I was on the couch behind you. Somebody, probably Kara, captured that moment. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at it and I have my hands in my, my chin in my hands mm. and I'm listening and I'm smiling because mm. I was super proud of you. Aww. You know, mm. and, and the reason I was is that what you were speaking about was the pain that you had been through. And giving yourself permission to be sad and to cry about it in mm -hmm. the safety of others and in the safety of God's presence. And all I could think about is there's women out in the congregation right now, that's such an old school, but out in the audience right now that they're having aha moments mm -hmm. because of you. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've had to live this the last three weeks because <laughs> I've been really sick, the sickest I've ever been. Mm -hmm. and. I've dropped every ball I possibly could, and I didn't have an option about that. And mm -hmm. I remember Susie Larson, one of our guests, said she interviewed a neuroscientist who said, if you will spend 15 minutes a day picturing how much God loves you, it will change your life. Wow. Mm -hmm. And so I couldn't do anything, but yeah. I could do that. 
And every day I would like put on my headphones and this music and I would picture going to this place on this beach that I love and Jesus meeting me there and like him just looking me in the face and saying, Holly, you are fully loved no matter what you can do or not do Mm -hmm. today. And I felt like that's what he just kept telling me the last three weeks. And I remember one moment during the day I was feeling discouraged. It was in it felt really strong. It was actually during the event. I was just like, oh, and then I picked up my phone and Christy sent me this video yeah. <laughs> yeah. and it was 500 women, 600 women yeah. saying, we love you, Holly. Yep. And like, I felt like, I don't know, the voice of God was so loud through yes. all of you. So thank you. Those of you who are listening, Um, I feel like it's been so strange. Like I've been so sick, but I've felt so loved. Yeah. And I think part of it is because I can do any of the things that I normally do to yeah. try to feel loved. Yeah. And, um, and you were still loved. Yeah. yeah. And so I don't, it's this, I've lived this the last three weeks in yeah. some new ways and y'all have been part of it. Jennifer, Susie, Kara. And all the ladies who are there at the event and listeners who reached out or who are just there um, listening right now. So thank you to all of you for helping me live this Mm -hmm. in a deeper way the last few weeks. I I would love to challenge us all because we always go into the practical and I think that's really important. I think it's important that we be a reflection of that to each other. You know, I I was on social media the other day and there was someone who I really respect, but she kind of threw out something that was just this, hey, ladies, if you aren't doing this, you're not enough. And it was like an extra, it was like an extra sin. And I I thought, first of all, I don't know that that's in the Bible, (laughs) you know, this thing. And like I said, I really admire this person. And sometimes we all mess up. Mm -hmm. I can, I can look back at my life and think, oh man. I should not have said that, but I could see all these ladies going into this angst and worry and, oh, I didn't know. Really? Where's that? Um, I think I'm doing that. And what I saw was all of these women suddenly seeing themselves through this skewed light of a, of a sin that's not even in the Bible where they're thinking they're not measuring up. They're not enough. And I just thought, okay, for a lady who has a bag of rocks that she's already carrying, we just put a boulder on her. Yeah. Why? Yeah. And so I think we have the opportunity to look at someone and say, listen, I see you. Mm. And maybe this is a mess or maybe this is happening and you didn't ask for it. Or maybe this, but I see you. Mm-hmm. I see you. And when you look in my face, mm-hmm. you see that you're loved by Jesus. Yeah. And you're loved by me mm-hmm. and you have value and worth. Yeah. Man, we could change some. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it. Like you can mess up, you can do whatever. <laughs> and like, I'm still going to be here loving you fiercely. Yeah. So there you go. That's your truth yeah. to stand on. Can I show you Jesus? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's been this whole series is like, how can we love like Jesus? But yeah. I, I think that first, if we can accept it for ourselves, mm-hmm. then we're going to have the power to give it to others. Yep. Yeah, Yeah. I think it's saying, you know, you are Kara, who Jesus loves, and I love you, too. Yeah. You're Mm -hmm. Susie, who Jesus loves, and I love you, too. You're Jennifer, who Jesus loves, and I love you, too. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we can say those exact words. 
But I think we can also show it through our responses and yes. our actions and the way we show up for each other and yeah. the way we're tender with each other's failures and yeah. cheer each other on in our greatest moments of success. Mm-hmm. But I think that we get to be part of how Jesus loves us yeah. is by loving each other that way too. Yeah. And we can change from the inside out, mm-hmm. which is long lasting and beautiful. And you said something, Holly, and you're a little more recently, you said we're people of the cross. That stuck with me. We are people of the cross. We're following Jesus who loves us like crazy and that changes us forever. And that's it for today's episode. Thanks for going deeper, becoming freer, and connecting with us. More Than Small Talk is a part of the KLRC Podcast Network and is produced by Kara Culver. Show notes and resources are available on the More Than Small Talk page on klrc.com. You can also join us in our Facebook group. Subscribe to More Than Small Talk on your favorite app so you won't ever miss an episode.